0: In our everyday lives, we are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally, right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Hi everyone, I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You. Welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Today I have with me Jenna Reese. Jenna was one of our presenters for the Loving Healing Creating Summit that we ran February 2nd through 14th, and we absolutely loved having her. You can still get access to that summit at www.creativeu.ca. So Jenna is a healer, writer, and breathwork coach who believes in the personal power of oneself and works with each client to help them rediscover their self-love and higher truth. She's been a student of many master teachers in Buddhist lineages for meditation along with a level four certified and trained a few times over breathwork meditation instructor and Reiki facilitator, and has been initiated to teach by her mentors for, the, for her authentic ability to transmit the teachings of meditation. Jenna teaches private and corporate sessions, workshops, conferences, and retreats, working with people to break free from old patterns and habitual ways of being, and connect with their authentic selves again. What Jenna appreciates most about her work is the change she feels so privileged to witness in people. Welcome, Jenna.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: I love that uh, last line of your bio, what what you appreciate is uh, being uh, able to witness the change in people. I just love that. Mm, mm, thank it's you. So that's
1: true. Awesome. Yeah. It's so true. It's so it's, true. It's, you know, what gives me goosebumps and keeps me showing up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Can you share some of your story with us and your path that's brought you here?
1: Yeah. Um, you know where do you where do you give the 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 shortened versions of it all i've been saying recently to someone uh when i've been asked that question is that um the recent years it started by being dropped off on a mountaintop um and someone was like oh what kind of mountaintop and i was like well the emotional and the physical kind uh because it was both of those things but really my story started um you know when i was a kid i was five years old and uh, my mom taught me how to meditate which is so such an incredibly powerful and potent tool Um, but really one of the the main things that she was doing for me that i didn't even know i needed at the time was um, giving me permission to feel the feelings that i had um, and use this tool to support myself in feeling more like me Uh, but also of course you know learning how to be a society member and not just explode with those emotions at any given time and you know then i did what any kid does, and I rebelled, and I rolled around in a few different things. I, I was always called to helping people, um, so my jobs were always a really interesting way of helping people. Um, I worked as an applied behavioral therapist uh, for children with autism for a while, and each of those experiences that I had it really jumped me into what was next. Um, you know, it really wasn't until I experienced my own trauma, my own um, deep pain that i was finally shook out of this stagnancy that i had created in my own life Um, i had found the next job i had had after after the aba work was um i went into marketing and i did a marketing career for over a decade for 11 and a half years climbed the corporate ladder met some incredible people um and it was really this trauma that is what shook me out of that slumbered state you know i was in the slumbered state of a good job with good pay I knew what I was, I, I, where I was going to go. If I had looked at my life, I could see that line. Um, and I knew I didn't want that, but I didn't know why or what. And then, you know, the universe took hold for me um, and taught me how, what it was I needed. And, and really, that's, that's what dropped, ended up dropping me off on this mountaintop. That's what ended up um, the years of study and this work. And, and now I teach private, corporate. You mentioned a lot of different ways that I teach, you know, workshops, conferences and supporting people and really breaking free from these patterns that keep us stuck, that put us in that slumbered state. Um, And sometimes that slumbered state is not necessarily even uh, all that bad. It sometimes can feel really comfortable, Uh, but a lot of people even in the comfortability of it will know that there's something more that they're looking for. So um, now I help people can reconnect themselves with that authentic self so that they can live their life in that place all day every day because I really believe that to be the best person that you possibly could be it's living in that space Um, and we all have the power to do so sometimes we just need a little bit of support
0: yeah absolutely and it's true what you say about comfort because I know you get kind of like oh yeah I could do this it's not not really what I want to do but it's fine it pays the bills you know I don't have to worry and then usually something drastic happens. Yeah. Most people I've talked to have made a huge life change, complete direction, something drastic happens and go, yeah, this is not how I want to spend the rest of
1: my life. And I think that that's the important question, right? Like, and even just to ask that as a question, what is it I'm meant to be doing? You know, if, if you're in that space and you didn't have a big thing to shake you out of it, what is it that I'm meant to be doing? Because I think that that's also part of it. It wasn't just um, you know, boom, I found my new career path. It was um, all these small steps that I looked at now and I was like, oh, funny, those were all leading me to this point. You know, ex- even exploring, just asking the question, what is it that I'm ready to step out of? Um, because I know that I know where I don't wanna be and that can be just as empowering as where learning where you do wanna go. But yeah, sometimes we need a little help getting out of our own heads and out of our own way to see that path. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's amazing
0: so what does healing with creativity mean to you
1: everything <laughs> <laughs> healing it does i mean healing with creativity to me really just references the possi- all the possibilities all the modalities that are out there for people um you know their mental health is a really important subject it's an important topic it's a, an important conversation So to me, when we talk about healing with creativity, it really means allowing healing through creativity, allowing creativity to heal. It means allowing ourselves to explore all of that, what that means to us. And for every individual, that's gonna be something different, right? Mm -hmm. Um, All the modalities, all the opportunities, all that is out there, um, is out there. And it's just about allowing ourselves to discover it or to reconnect with something. And for myself, uh, I loved therapy. I've always been a huge therapist um, advocate. I've been in therapy since I was five years old. When I learned how to meditate, and it just wasn't working for me anymore the way that I knew um, that I needed it to be. And it was no knock on therapists, and it was no knock on the work of mental health. It was my mental health was in need of something um, more activating, something that I now can see as more energetic. Um, and more physical with the body when all that I was holding, and so because I had had that background of to be able to lean on the meditation and the tools from a young age, you know I feel so grateful to to have even known that there was this world to explore. But I know a lot of people are not taught that. A lot of people don't even know that there are healing modalities out there that they can lean on. And to me, that's using creativity, writing, painting, singing, meditation. Um, so many other things to really support yourself on your own healing journey and that finding that tool and that possibility for you allowing yourself to be healed with I don't like the word healed so let's say allowing yourself to be healing with creativity allowing yourself to be creative with healing really allows yourself to explore the possibilities in that
0: yeah I absolutely agree I absolutely agree and do you think there's a driving force that inspires you? I mean, you touched on that a little bit, but can you maybe expand?
1: No question. For me, no question. Um, I mean, I, I it's like an absolutely, I don't I don't know that I could be where I am today without that driving force. I don't I also don't necessarily believe that um, I mean on along the same lines I'll say like I don't fully believe in soulmates. I believe that there are people. That you fall in love with and you make you can make love work and sometimes you can't um and there are people that come into your life you know for these purposes but there are too many synchronicities that have happened in my life for there to not be a driving force that was guiding me towards where i was meant to be personally Mm -hmm. um and i've watched it be the same thing for for all my clients over the years i consider myself a student of the universe Um, I'm employed by the universe and that it's terrifying and wonderful and all of the right ways. You know, as long as I'm uh, stepping into the role of a teacher and being a teacher, I'm also always going to be a student. That's just how it works. Right. I see it as this cyclical experience. Like one can't exist without the other. I can't be a teacher without being a student and I can't be a student without also being a teacher. And that's, what's right for me, but it's because it's in this cyclical patterning. It's that, that in specifically the teaching role, I'll say that I, I learned more than I needed than I knew I needed to know that then puts me right back in the student role. And so when I experience this driving force, which I call spirit, universe, um, higher self, um, intuition, it can be any. I, I see those as being anything that could be used interchangeably. Um, I just do my best to listen um, and to step into all that I'm personally called to do, what I'm called to teach how. I, I experience it like goosebumps. I know I'm on the right track with the conversation is like, I'll get goosebumps. Um, and I'll just, I'll hear really strange things and how they come through that they won't seem, they'll seem strange. And then when they come through, um, the client will be like, whoa, listen to why I needed that. And so to me, those are synchronicities that the more I listen to that and the more I develop that relationship, the more I'm inspired and know I'm on the right path. So for me, it feels inevitable. Uh, I know not everyone feels that way, including my fiance, which is a fun conversation for us to have, but he's experienced some of that magic too. And then goes, I don't know how to explain it. I'm like, yeah, here we are. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so true. And it's funny when you have people in your, in your life that especially important people like that, that mm-hmm. don't speak the same language, if you will, mm-hmm. you know,
1: and so, like I don't know how to explain it but it's like
0: yeah yeah I I do I do
1: yeah oh yeah and that's my fate honestly I've discovered that's my favorite because he's one of my greatest teachers Mm -hmm. um and that's one of the reasons why was because I think otherwise I might have ended up living in a world where I only talked and communicated with people that believed the same things as me and I actually I know that's why he's one of my teachers because we're able. I'm able and I'm p- forced to push myself as a teacher to find different communication tools and different language to, in order to speak about this work that I do yeah. um, so that it can be accessible because I want it to be accessible to anybody. Um, and so no question. Yeah. I mean, my favorite um, is like he said, I don't remember if he said the word magic, but he said, this is what happened. Isn't that wild? And I just like kind of sat there with a like a big hearted smile and I was like, I don't think it's wild. And he was like, oh, it was like, yeah, how cool. You know, that's so exciting when you can play in that space together.
0: Yeah, yeah it really is. So how would you say, or have you had uh, a past pain that's informed your life purpose? I know you, you sort of alluded to something, but how has that in,
1: informed your life purpose? And in, I mean, my past pain informed my whole life purpose, but then I also get tentative to say that because um, I think it's important that we allow ourselves to shed those pains as well. Mm-hmm. And so however long it may take, um, it's helped guide me towards my life purpose, but it it is not the reason for. It's simply guided me towards and informed, helped me inform, um, you know, and I say like bring my bring the information to the surface for me around what my life purpose was. Because my pain is what shook me out of my slumber, mm-hmm. um, you know. It it gave me the need to find other healing modalities, and as a result, it really helped me step into the role of being a breathwork teacher, uh, teaching meditation, and coaching individuals. I I do really specifically believe, though, that it's important to we allow our, we allow those pains to inform without um, becoming the pain or the story. Because I think when we become the pain or the story, then it, um, it just, our life can take a wildly different path that maybe isn't necessarily where we were meant to be. Uh, And so to, uh, to be careful about um, noticing that always, and it's hard, right? I mean, pain, when pain comes about, it's big. It feels like it hits you over the head. We don't fully know how to handle it or what to do with it. Um, And so, when people are ready, allowing, their, to me, it's allowing our pain, and myself included, to um, inform, maybe guide, give me lessons around life purpose, but to never become the reason for. Yeah, yeah, well, very true.
0: What would you say is your favorite creative healing modality for yourself?
1: Hmm. I mean, it's cheesy, because it's, expected it's like no different it's just an expected answer but breathwork breathwork and writing um there's a reason i chose breathwork as my healing modality uh this is the main healing modality for me to teach i've experienced it and witnessed it be explosive for a lot of people in terms of really healing moving energy moving old stories really getting ourselves out of our head and into our body um And I really see writing and breath writing being an important piece that's also connected to breathwork. Um, You can write about your breathwork experience. You could, you know, brain dump in the morning, Julia Cameron's morning pages are something a lot of people follow for a reason. It helps us move through uh, that stuck energy. And because breathwork is specific on working with stuff, stuck energy to me, I think that the two paired can be really impactful. Uh, for my, my personal favorite is that my new writing uh, routine has become about doing something I'm calling coffee and poetry, which I welcome anybody to join me in on, join in on with me. Um, and just in the morning reading some poetry and whatever stands out to me and inspires me or hits me, writing something about that um, and not putting any parameters around it. I never called myself a poet. It, it doesn't need to go anywhere. That's, that's my new version of a morning page. Um, And and laying down for breath work is the biggest one and and no question the most potent for me. Yeah. I just started uh,
0: breath work last year, Mm -hmm. early last year, I think. And I've done maybe a handful, six, seven sessions. And it's intense. It's so intense and so uh, like powerful. It's shocking to me how powerful it is.
1: Isn't that why it is? It's, Mm. wild your breath I mean I always the way I speak about it is your breath can I mean my breath helped save my life no question Um, and it is it's it's incredible how impactful it can be and and to me when you pair that to the experience of and the experience itself with with writing with um, gentle support from a guide or a teacher whatever that is you're looking for a community it can really help you move through these things in a deeper way. I always kind of called it like one session felt like 10 years of talk therapy when I first started. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. It feels like you just move through so many things so quickly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. What would you say is
1: your greatest accomplishment to date? So I have the physical and then I'll have the emotional cause I can't separate. They're too important. Um, I mean starting my own starting my business was an absolute uh, huge accomplishment for me overcame a lot of fear a lot of um, judgments a lot of pain in order to do it and so like leaving that corporate cushy uh, job to take the risk and do what I'm doing now was no question um, one of the most uh, the biggest amounts of fear i've I'd ever felt before but then I'd also said that emotionally uh, one of the Greatest accomplishments for me has been stepping into forgiveness, the way that I have. It's changed my whole life, the way that I've allowed myself to step into forgiveness and um, Be driven by forgiveness and come back to the message of forgiveness, soften into forgiveness. Uh, There's no question that That has helped inform the success of my business as well as the teachings that I give so um, that I'm, I wouldn't be who I am today and what I do, what I do if I, um, didn't allow myself to go on that exploration of uh, forgiveness. Yeah. Forgiveness is
0: huge. And people, no, I'm not gonna say people. I'm gonna say me. Sure. <laughs> I have found in the past that I really got stuck in it. Cause it's like, you're, when you forgive, you were like allowing the behavior or, mm. you know, what, but it, that's not what it is. It's allowing yourself to let it go. It's, is what I found forgiveness to be.
1: absolutely. I'm looking yeah. up because I have, um, my big action items above my computer. And I don't know if I wrote that in this ones. but, oh yeah, it was, um, that for that forgiveness actually sets you the, the forgiver free. And and we hear that all the time, and it doesn't mean anything until you're going through it and you've experienced something that it, you know relates. But that was a huge learning for me. Um, yes, I hear you. I forgive for myself. I get it. But I remember at one point I had somebody say to me. I actually still laugh at this. This woman said to me, "Oh, you're you're fine. You're you're you've forgiven. Like I can tell. I can feel it from you. You've forgiven." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> like interesting." and And later, I, I kind of got defensive, but then later I realized that okay, like that's what she felt, but here's what I knew about and what I know now is i'm choose I choose forgiveness, I choose it time and time again, yeah I choose it every day, I mean I choose it, and it's and i don't some days I don't, and then I feel that, but when i choose when I choose forgiveness that's my body will tell me when it's time like my body my body will you know decide when I actually feel truly like i've forgiven but those things don't go hand in hand which is why it's an act of choice Mm -hmm. in order at at some point then i go oh this is what it's like to feel free of you know what i was holding but until then it's a choice and a path yeah absolutely and and i
0: i don't know that people i don't know that i mean there's a lot of people i I don't want to speak for everybody right so there's a lot of people who do get that but i think Mm -hmm. a lot of people really get stuck because I know I did, right? Mm. and it there's nothing to for like yeah. You know, it like you can't forgive someone for what they've done or like it's not up to me. They have to make amends. And it's like, no, no, it really is all on you. Yeah. It's already done and what you do with that is now on you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that doesn't have to inform um Or excuse rather that's the word I was looking for that doesn't have to excuse the you know I don't know what their role is but the the actor yeah exactly it doesn't forgive their behavior it doesn't forgive the individual that did something to you it doesn't have anything to do with them but the work that you are going through is all within you and it's something they've triggered Um, and it also doesn't mean that you weren't right, <laughs> right? Like, forgiving doesn't mean, like, that's a petty way of saying it, but it's like, it doesn't mean that you weren't right. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just it just means you're choosing to set yourself free. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So if you could change one aspect of our society through
0: your work, what would it be? Get everyone to
1: forgive? <laughs> yeah, right? I, well, actually, yeah, and you know what? Yes, I think I'll say, um yes to that because it actually connects back to this like larger vision for me which is um is choosing love uh and dropping into our hearts so if i could change one aspect of our society i mean i would i would i would change our ability to drop into the heart rather than be and live in the mind um because i think then we are able to forgive we are able to um, come from a place of love. I mean, everything else feels better when we're able to have come from that place of love. I mean, important and impactful conversations about our own disagreements, and and even still not, and still staying in one another's opinions. And you know, we see that a lot. And what's going on in American culture? We don't agree, and so with the disagreements, uh, if we were able to drop more into our hearts. I, from both all sides it's not a political you know conversation it's just from all sides from wherever you stand i i do really believe that we'd be able to have more understanding have more acceptance of one another i mean if we all came from a place of love always We'd forgive, you know, we'd be able to create more peace in our world for for everyone involved because it would change the crux of every conversation. Yeah. Um, there would be no need for defense for defending any part of ourselves or our opinions because we'd all be in our hearts, not in our minds, not not with ego. Mm-hmm. Um, so there would be this like innate feeling of everyone feeling seen and heard across all fronts. and. I think if we all felt that, that we could change a lot for, I mean, basic human rights at the core. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, choosing love. Yeah. Just yeah. that small task. Just that small task. <laughs> I mean, but I, and I'll also add here. You know, I understand that that's going to take a lot and that that's okay. I think that as long as we're all doing our own small part, I mean, for me specifically, like what I wanna contribute to life is that I I help, help those who are seeking healing heal. Um, Those who are willing to open their hearts, to help them open their hearts, to help contribute to life by making an impact on the way we, our culture, our society heal. And if I help, if I can help people open, their eyes, their hearts to other ways of healing that maybe they weren't open to before um, and help people believe in the power of healing through love and what that means and looks like, then I, oh my goodness, I will, I will die a happy woman, you know, and, and I won't even, I'd say I, I would die a happy woman tomorrow because I'm doing that my part that I can do now. I want to do more, but I'm only one human. And I really do appreciate, you know, that I get to witness the the massive impact that my work has for people i get to witness this transformation that they feel And you know i'll hear often from people that they didn't know who else to turn to or where to turn and they were in their darkness in their pain feeling lost and coming to my workshops or working with me was able to finally help them heal certain wounds or like move through old stories and that's just miraculous it's miraculous that we can help people feel seen and heard my i my i have a women's retreat called expanded wild hearts and one of the reasons I've, I do this retreat is because it brings people together to act as mirrors for one another um, to really open up things in an even deeper way to help more people heal, to help more people drop into their hearts. And I can see the ripple effect. And I'm, I feel so grateful to be able to contribute to life in this way. And to me, that is how you're doing your small part. That is how we do change that one aspect of society that you, know, you want to change. And it, and it's so true.
0: And as I, I, as I gather more people into my circle, I realize how far reaching it already is. Mm-hmm. We just need to get it a little further. So
1: abso- absolutely.
0: <laughs> but we little need- that we do moves it a little further.
1: Absolutely. So just- and we, absolutely. We're doing, you know, we're doing the parts that we can do. And I'm sure I can do more. I, absolutely. And, and come along with me, like, hold my hand. Let's go together. Yeah. You know, teach me what I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: Now I've got goosebumps. Okay. Mm. <laughs> what inspirational advice would you give someone who is struggling?
1: I have to choose just one. <laughs> be willing, be brave, be brave enough to open your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, be brave enough to choose vulnerability, to connect with the world. Love is a powerful healing force, you know, but it requires having the willingness to see maybe where you've been hurt before to see where you've you've been afraid in vulnerability is not always comfortable, but when you do, when I do, when we do, it's as though the whole world gets a little bit brighter, a little bit happier. It's where I feel like you create the life you want to be living. Um, So be willing, you know, be willing. Be brave, be open, and and it sounds
0: wonderful in theory, but man, it's scary to do, right? Oh my, so, oh my God! But
1: when you do it, it's it's amazing what opens up to you. Absolutely, and sometimes it's unconscious. I mean, I think that's the important part. We're all works in progress, right? So sometimes that where you're not being open, you're unconscious of, and you don't know what you don't know, so you can't, you know, you can't change. You can't change the world today. You can start with looking at yourself or whatever those, those smaller breakdowns are. And I, I mean, vulnerability, um, I'm, I am now very comfortable in the space of vulnerability, but I will say there are still things that I don't want, you know, that make me squirmy because that's my healing lesson. And that's my new layer of healing Or in the big world of the onion. That's the new layer that I'm peeling off around, right? And so wherever you can start with that, it is is—it is scary. It absolutely is scary. And that's really why we have each other though, mm-hmm. too. I mean, um, you can't. we're not meant to do this alone. And you know what, that'll lead me to the second piece of advice because inspirational advice to me that feels important is don't give up on yourself. Mm-hmm. If you need support, reach out, let people support you, but don't give up on yourself. There's tons of us out there that, want to hold your hand, want to sit there with you, want to, you know, be in community together, want to give you the tools that we have and know, want to, you know, be of service, want to be your friend, whatever it may be that don't give up on yourself because if you need the support, reach out there, let people support you. And
0: that is surprisingly, well, I found that surprisingly hard, but once Mm. I
1: allowed it, oh my goodness, the difference it made in my life. Totally. Yeah. It, and then you that's the same thing too, right you like you find new layers of that. I'll say it like i used to i used to not know how to i'll I'll say it like this. I had sprained my ankle last winter and I was going to a retreat going back up onto one of my mountain tops, and I was using a cane and I'm going into the snow, and I was like picking up my backpack, and I was like, no, no, i like i really can't i'm fine, I really can I can put my backpack on my back, and I can. Like, mm-hmm. I can wear my backpack on my back at the airport. And I was at the airport with a friend of mine, and he was like, no, Jenna, give me your backpack. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's so kind. Right? Like, it was just this easy way of letting someone support me. He was, want- he was asking me to support me, and I was like, no, no, I got it. I got Why? There's- there was quite literally no need. There's no need. He can. He can do it. Actually, better than I can right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, but like old me would have been like, no, no, like grab it out of his hand, you know. And I was like, it was an interesting, like, small little example of like, let people support you. I needed the support.
0: And when you realize that you're allowing it, that's what I found was like, oh, I'm actually allowing it. Yeah. it was a weird feeling. Okay, I could get comfortable with this.
1: Totally. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, the whole process. That's what I was like. That was my, that was my, like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, I totally, yeah, (laughs) I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, do you have an inspirational quote that sums up your life journey?
1: I couldn't choose. (laughs) There's too many. I'll pull the two that felt, um, when I thought about this. There were two that came to the top mm-hmm. and I don't know if they sum up my life's journey and I don't know if I'll find a better one when we hang up and I'll be mad that I didn't say that one, you know, probably well. So, but these came showed up now. So one is I don't know who it's, who it's by. Um, I'm sure I could find it if I did a little extra digging, but there's something about um, and I'm definitely going to get the way she said it wrong or he said it wrong. Um, That all human beings have the opportunity to love and change a life. Because because all human beings have the opportunity to love and change a life.
0: And often you don't even recognize how you're, I'm just adding to your quote, of course. uh, Often (laughs) we don't even recognize how we impact somebody else, right? By what we're doing.
1: No question. Yeah. I I said, I used to say it was so funny what, you know, watching my newsletter list as it was growing over the last couple of years and go, well, you know, in life, it still does. When like I first sent that one out, you know, five years ago and there was like 20 people and it was my mom and my sisters and right. Mm-hmm. Um, I still kind of realize that I have the sentiment inside my body that that's who I'm writing to. Cause like I'll send out a newsletter and then I'll get a response back from someone and the response back will always be like, oh, oh uh, oh people read it like it's always this like feel it. but it reminded me of like okay th- and I always think when I do get a response I'm like thank you for the response because even if I don't you know email you back right away there's this I'm grateful that I you have just shown me and shown me that I'm having a ripple effect that I'm I'm creating that some of the change that I can create and otherwise it you think you're just sending it to your mom and your sisters or, or you know Uh, So absolutely I agree you don't always know and in fact you probably have no idea the real ways in which um, But we absolutely have the opportunity to do so. Yeah. Oh and my second one. I have to say my second one. My second one is um, Joseph Campbell The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek
0: That is a good one. Yeah, that one gave me goosebumps too, right? Right?
1: Yeah (laughs) It's the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. Fear is our, fear is fear. Fear is, yeah. And stepping through that, but it like it's so worth it. There's the treasure. Absolutely. And and to me, it also, it's there's the treasure and that like, you know, you don't have to find the treasure on your own. You can go seeking that treasure, that cave, let, letting people support you, letting people reach out to you, not giving up on yourself, you know, like. But if it does, if that quote doesn't mean anything to you, I also understand that there will probably come a day when it does hit something. And to me, that that feels like um, it's like this little bookmark in the back burner, just like every time fear shows up now, I'm like, oh, yeah. But the reason for me, the reason that would sum up so much of my life journey is because um, I've never been one to let fear guide me, but certainly have had to. Notice when it was trying to take the wheel. Yeah, I
0: unfortunately let it guide me far too much in my life um, and not recognizing it. I always yeah. had a really good reason why I was yes. what I needed to do. Right? Fear is good at that. Fear is really sneaky. Yes. So when you go, wait, wait a second, is that really a good reason? Is yeah. that really what was happening? And you sit with it, you go, Oh no, I was just scared to death.
1: Yes. Yeah. And like comfort, like, oh, it's okay. Like, I'll you know, I'm like, it's okay, Jenna. I was scared to death. Like, so I let that many years go by, or whatever, right? Yeah. Happen. I was scared to death. It's okay. Like loving myself through that moment because the fear does have very good reasons.
0: Yes. Yes. And true.
1: sometimes they are very real reasons.
0: Sometimes. Sometimes we are, and sometimes it's just, you know, your brain going, we like status
1: quo. (laughs) Totally. Totally. We like comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. We understand it this way, not this new way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, but when you do step through it, that treasure is definitely there.
1: No question. No question.
0: Well, Jen, I want to thank you so much for being here. This was, this was so good. I did. I have a, had a couple of goosebump moments. So that was, (laughs) That was a good measure. Um, (laughs) And to our listeners, uh, thank you for being here today, and we'll see you again next week. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. Have a great Mm. week. Thank you for listening in. Please remember to like, share, subscribe wherever you are watching or listening. You can find us at www.creativeu.ca. That's www.creative and the letter u.ca because we're in Canada reaching out to the whole world. See you next time on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast.